McGregor vs. Poirier 3 is all set for UFC 264. Every punch, kick, and knockout means so much more with DraftKings lineup on the line. DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of UFC, is giving you a shot at huge cash prizes. For this weekend's fight, DraftKings is offering all customers a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy MMA is easy to play. It's much like hockey. It's much like basketball. Just pick six fighters, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for advances, takedowns, and more. It's the McGregor vs. Poirier rubber match. Get in on all the action now. Download the DraftKings app and use promo code THPN for your shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. All throughout the week, that's promo code THPN to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Welcome to the Ice Guys, brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. This is the show that takes you into the world of the National Hockey League. Every game, every day, from a sports betting perspective. With pro handicappers Alex B. Smith and Ian Cameron, and veteran sports writer Jimmy Murphy. And now, here's your host, Ian Cameron. Welcome to the Ice Guys, presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. Monday, July 5th, we are back. It's been a few days. It's been odd having a few days away from the show, but uh, we are back. We're ready for Game 4, the NHL Stanley Cup Final with the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Montreal Canadiens. Will this be the final game of the season is the question, as the Tampa Bay Lightning will look to complete a four-game sweep tonight at the Bell Centre in Montreal uh, and uh clinch their second straight Stanley Cup championship in the process and of course we've got our bet cast tonight this will whether this is the final game or not of this series this will be the final bet cast uh, of the season tonight at eight o'clock p.m eastern time for game four so this is your last chance you know if you wanted if you haven't joined us for a bet cast yet and you said boy I've been busy I've had other stuff going on or I just haven't had the opportunity, the timing hasn't been right. If you're free and you're available, here's your chance, and this is it. This is our last bet cast tonight. Game four, Stanley Cup final, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern. Uh, we'll send me a DM, Alex, at the Ice Guys Twitter. If you want to be a guest on the show, we'll make sure we reserve a spot on the stream uh, for you. We already know that our, our, our good friend Dylan Turner turns. He's already sent me a message saying he wants to be on the bet cast tonight. So uh, make sure you join us here. Uh, final betcast of the season tonight in what could be the final game of the season here uh, between the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Montreal Canadiens. We've got Alex B. Smith uh, joining me on the show today. Uh, Alex, before we get our attention to hockey-related uh, things in Game 4 tonight specifically, we have to mention the tragic uh, news earlier today for Columbus Blue Jackets goaltender, the passing of Matisse Kivlenix. Uh, of the Columbus Blue Jackets, um, just too young, you know, barely, not even in his mid-20s yet, uh, passing away in an unfortunate, awful accident. And, and initially, the accident was said to be him falling, uh, involved in a fall where he split his head open, and, and that's how he died. That ended up being not a, the case. And the, the confirmed details, the more accurate depiction of what happened was an incident and an accident involving fireworks usage where the fireworks, uh, there was a malfunction, there were sparks, there were you know fi- uh, a little bit of a, a, a fire through that, and it ends up burning through his skin. And chest trauma was the official term, the medical term of it, uh, and he ends up uh, passing away from that. And Alex and I were 
uh, just talking before we started this show today, like you got to be damn sure how to use fireworks if you're going to use them. You can't be some amateur thinking, oh, there's fireworks, and I'm just going to throw them around here, there, and everywhere. No, you know, you got to know what you're doing a little bit uh, with fireworks here, uh, and you've got to be able to uh, see, um, you know, just realize that, hey, th- these these are these are things that you can't just play, uh, treat them like toys, you know, play toys. They're not. You've got to be well-researched in how to use them. You can't be uh, throwing them around nonchalantly. You can't be using them. Uh, you know, the fact that there was a hot tub involved, you know, that's the one thing you don't want to be doing, you know, is using fireworks around water. I mean, that's one of the worst things you could be possibly doing uh, at this point in time. So that's the that's the hard part about this whole death of Kivlenix here is that it was an accident and it was an accident that could have been avoided which is better you know smarter thinking wiser thinking and absolutely upsetting it was uh, to hear of that because this kid has been the uh in the Columbus organization for a few years now he's been the backup goalie to uh, Elvis Merzlikens who is actually a fellow countryman of his they're both Latvian uh descent uh and uh, just, um, you know, crazy stuff uh, and absolutely tragic, absolutely awful because nobody should lose their life that that young in life. Um, you know, I, I always shudder to, to heat when I see and hear, you know, about people that are younger than me. And, you know, I'm 35. I'm about to be 36, you know, in just a few days. In fact, my birthday is about, you know, nine days away from now uh, and I'm going to be 36 and anytime now I hear of someone in their 20s or in their early 30s passing away, it's just like, man, that's too young. That is, that's just, that's life cut way too short, far too soon. And, and unfortunately, that's what we've seen uh, with this uh, awful uh, news about the passing of uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets uh, netminder, uh, Matisse Kavlenix, who was really starting to come into his own uh, as, uh, you know, a, a solid goalie. I remember that there's been some, uh, retweets i guess uh, on twitter today of uh you know basically his first win uh, in the national hockey league as a starting goalie which came back in 2020 uh you know and, and a couple of uh you know highlights of his uh, play uh but still this was a young goalie that was just you know getting more accustomed to life in the nhl i'm sure you know he had a steady and solid you know career at the very least in a in a backup role uh, in the nhl and look it doesn't matter whether he was going to be a number one goalie at some point or whether he was just going to continue to be a backup goalie uh, for his entire career. But even if that was the case and you're just going to be a backup goalie, you know, for your entire career, you know, many people in the NHL have lived a very, very comfortable life and and had a very, very solid career uh, as a backup goalie for their entire career. Many people have where they've just been tra- they've just been st- strictly a backup goaltender their entire career. You know, look at Jamie McLennan when he played, who's now doing work with TSN. Look at Curtis McElhaney these days. You know, he's been a backup goalie his whole career, but he's been in the NHL as a backup for a long time. He's made good money. He's had a solid career. So whether Kivlenix, that was his ceiling, being a backup his whole career, or whether he could advance and maybe be a number one one day, the bottom line is there was just so much life and opportunity still ahead of this young kid. And to see it now cut short here at this age because of a uh, uh, an avoidable accident, an avoidable incident, you know, tossing around fireworks like they're toys and using them around water. I mean, uh, just crazy shit that you just can't have happen. Like assuming it was around the hot tub where they were at, you know, just stuff that could have been avoided, a senseless, needless accident and a guy loses his life over it. 
it's sad, and it's sad that it happened at the age it did. Uh, obviously, thoughts, prayers, and best wishes to um, Matisse Kovlenic's uh, family uh, and those that knew him, teammates, coaches, you know, family, friends. Absolutely sad uh, news to hear that this morning, the loss of the life of Matisse Kovlenic's of the Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, Alex, you felt the same way, definitely. Uh, just jarring news this morning. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like you said, you know, you said a touch on it earlier for someone that young, just uh, to, to suffer, you know, a loss of life is obviously sad, but especially in, in a mishap that could have been avoided. It's just absolutely, you know, tragic. And, and you know, the reports were that he was there. Uh, I think, you know, some of his teammates were there as well. So they went, you know, witnessed that live. That had to be just a, a horrific scene for them as well. So like I said, thoughts and prayers go out to, you know, the, the you know, Cleveland, uh, and Cleveland, uh, you know, gladiators as well as the, the, Columbus uh, Blue Jackets organization both you know played with both teams uh, in that organization for a while so uh, the fans of both of those teams and, and, and his family and everybody in Latvia like I said you had two Latvian goalies playing for Columbus uh, and so that you know that country obviously you know was focusing on that team uh, quite often and, and you know to lose a countryman like that, that that's sad for them as well so it, it's just a, a tragic scene all the way around. Yeah, it absolutely is. Uh, and you're right, uh, just uh, a young age that nobody, you want to see them uh, have their life taken from them that young, uh, definitely. Uh, thoughts and prayers to his family and uh, teammates, coaches, uh, organizations that he's been with. Uh, definitely a sad day uh, all around. Uh, so we'll try to transition the best we can. Very easy when you talk about a, you know, a, a sad uh, moment like that. But we'll do it the best we can and that we turn our attention to game four tonight, Stanley Cup final. Uh, it is the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Montreal Canadiens. It's a 3 nothing series lead for Tampa Bay as they will look to finish off this series in a sweep tonight against uh, Montreal. Uh, currently, we see the uh, Canadiens. Now, there's been a price adjustment from where they were in Game 3. They were only laying about a buck thirty-five uh, in Game 3 as road favorites, and now we're seeing them about north of minus 150 now, uh, pretty much across the board. Uh, the total five uh, shaded to the over in this one. Let's start with... Um, Briefly, a look back on game three, and it was the Tampa Bay Lightning playing their best game of the series, I thought. Uh, you know, even game one, where they won that game, uh, they played pretty good that night. I thought Montreal wasn't terrible, and I, definitely Montreal was the better team in game two, and they deserved a better fate, but Tampa won that one. I thought that was their best game, game three, though. They had the two quick goals early. They had a dominant edge in the expected goals margin. It was 4.63 to 2.71 huge edge in that category for Tampa Bay. So they definitely deserved that victory. Uh, they made things happen. Uh, they really, really got Montreal discombobulated, running around in their own zone. And another thing they had happening was more turnovers for Montreal. That has been the problem in all of the losses is that many of these Tampa Bay goals have been poor puck management by Montreal. And we saw that again. And I, you know, their defense has been shaky. Tampa's hasn't. And Vasilevsky's been excellent, and Price has been just, you know, good. You know, he hasn't been terrible. I think he's actually been good, but he hasn't been great. And the other goalie's been excellent, Vasilevsky. That's been the difference in the series, plus the depth of Tampa Bay. And as I've said throughout the series, Montreal's got to do something about getting a six-man rotation going on their blue line. They just cannot keep playing four guys for 20-plus minutes, and then you're 5-6 at 9-10 minutes, barely 11 or 12 at most is what these five, six defensemen from Montreal have been maxing out at in terms of playing time and ice time in each of these games. you got to fix that somehow uh, if you're Dominic Ducharme and the coaching staff. Well, going to game four tonight, I like that they're trying to address that. They are making some changes on the blue line. 
Eric Gustafson out, John Merrill out, and stepping in on that third pairing tonight for the Montreal Canadiens is Brett Kulak. Now, look, Kulak was not good the last time we saw him in a Stanley Cup playoff game against Vegas. It was game one. He was not good. He hasn't played since that game. But the one thing he does have is he's a good skater. He has got fresh legs, and that matters this deep into the playoffs. He's got fresh legs. He hasn't played in a while. He's going to be, I think, well-rested. He's going to be able to come out with a big burst in his stride. So even though I'm not impressed with the way Kulak's played in the playoffs, especially his most recent performance in a game, you know, I don't hate that move. But the one I really like is Alexander Romanov. Is finally, I've been screaming about this for days now uh, in this series. Let's get Alexander Romanov in the lineup. And finally, he will be uh, in the lineup on defense, playing on that third pair on the blue line with Brett Kulak tonight. And of course, the big four stays intact with Weber, Petrie. Edmondson and Sherratt. The other changes for Montreal, Jesperi Kotkaniemi, who, let's be honest, he struggled a little bit uh, in this series, hasn't been a big factor, hasn't made a huge impact in this series. He will be a healthy scratch. Jake Evans will come in on the third line with Paul Byron uh, tonight uh, and alongside um, uh, Arturi Lekkonen as well on that third line. Josh Anderson, who to me has been snake bit in this series. He should have a few goals by now. He's had a million chances. He's moving up to the second line tonight which, to be honest, is the most dangerous offensive line, Alex, in this series, I think, for Montreal. Because you play with Caulfield and Suzuki, who've been, I think, dangerous every night. They've had chances. They've generated offense. And now you're going to put Josh Anderson on that second line with Caulfield and Suzuki. I like that. I think now Anderson's going to be that big power body that's going to be able to drive open space, maybe, for Caulfield and Suzuki and maybe score himself. And we'll get to that in a minute, that I do like that uh, idea of a Josh Anderson. A goal scorer prop tonight, increased ice time, now in a top six role, second line. Uh, it makes sense to look that way. And Tyler Toffoli, I'll be honest, I thought he'd have a bigger uh, series so far than he has, but now they're going to put him on the top line with Brendan Gallagher and Philip Deneau. Uh, so I think that's trying to get Gallagher going, who's had a million chances and can't score. Deneau actually finally got a goal the other night. That's the one positive for uh, Montreal uh, about the game three uh, situation is that Deneau finally scored, but they want to get Gallagher going uh, to Foley. I think they need more offensively in terms of production from him. He's had some chances, but he just hasn't been able to get uh, rolling offensively yet in this series consistently. So I think all of that is factored into Toffoli moving up to that top line. So when it's all said and done about these, all these lineup changes for Montreal, I like the majority of them. I like Toffoli on the top line. I like Anderson on the second line. I like that third pair, Kulak, who's got fresh legs, live legs now because he hasn't played in a while, and Romanov, who can skate very well and throw the body around. I like all of these moves for Montreal, most of them. I, I can't argue with many of them. You can nitpick and say, yeah, maybe you're pulling the string uh, and pulling the rope on Kotkaniemi too soon, but you know he's had a rough series. I mean, he was very good in the last couple of rounds, but I can't say he's been as effective in this round, so I don't mind that change. But here's what I do have a problem with. Why didn't you do this after game two? You know, why didn't you do some of these changes after game two? And I don't want to say you're totally dead yet because crazier things have happened. But you, you, let's be honest, you're in serious trouble in this series. I can't see a pathway involving Montreal winning four straight games in this series. I know some diehard Habs fans might try to talk themselves into we can just win one game at a time. We can get ourselves back into this. But you're talking about a team that hasn't lost four straight games since early last year. That's how long it's been. 
and it's difficult to envision them all of a sudden losing four games at this time of year in a row, Tampa Bay. So my issue is, why didn't you make these changes after game two when maybe these changes could have led to a different result in game three and you're down 2-1 maybe tonight going into game four instead of 3 nothing? I'm not saying you would have won for sure in game three with these changes, but you look back on it, if they make these changes, and let's say they win tonight, you're really going to be kicking yourself saying, why the hell didn't we do this before game three? So the timing of it, I'm worried it's one game late, daylight dollar short theory right here for the uh, Montreal Canadiens making these changes. Obviously, there's not going to be much change for Tampa Bay going into tonight other than Alex Kalorn might return for the Lightning. He's a game-time decision as of right now for tonight. We'll have to see uh, how he goes uh, in the, if he plays tonight, but we won't know until right before game time. As far as the side goes, you know, I've, you know I've been on Montreal in some form most of these games, including game three. Uh, I'm definitely pumping the brakes a little on that tonight. But at the same time, you're now laying minus 155. And there's some things that I'm worried about for Tampa here that creeping in a little bit. They, the changes could spark something with Montreal. That's number one. And number two, this, these are these, these Tampa Bay players, if they lose tonight, I think it's not going to be because they're lacking motivation, that they want to end it as soon as possible. But there's these little things in, you're hearing all around is that, you know, the Tampa Bay Lightning, the players and the coaches have had a denial from the Canadian government allowing the families to cross the border to Montreal to attend this game tonight in, in case they win the Stanley Cup, in case they clinch it tonight. So now the conspiracy theorists are out that maybe Tampa Bay, you know what, goes through the motions tonight, gives Montreal a game tonight, and then will try to go down to Tampa and finish the job in game five and win the family of the players and the coaches and the team. That can be there in person to see it happen. I don't know if I totally buy that. Cooper's saying the right thing, saying we're trying to win as early as possible. We're just trying to win this thing and wrap it up. Doesn't matter where we win. Doesn't matter where we play. We're trying to win this thing. But for the players, I don't know. You know, you, you would like to have your wife. You would like to have your kids. You would like to have your parents. You would like to have whoever you know, be there, you know, on the night you might win the Stanley Cup. So there's that little intangible element that I don't know how much of a deal you want to make of it, but it is something that's worth mentioning here going into this game. The Tampa Bay won't have the, the you know, weren't allowed to have their family uh, cross the border here, uh, the players, etc., to attend a potential Stanley Cup clincher tonight uh, in game four. But uh, the side is just too, uh, too tricky for me all around. Uh, the, the number's gone up on Tampa. Whereas minus a thir- uh, a buck thirty five in game three, now it's a buck fifty five in most spots. So I'm just sticking pretty much to totals. And what I'm going to do here is a three way totals bet in tonight's game. I like over in the first period, one and a half. Uh, Alex B. Smith's been you know popping. It's like the Pez dispenser. It just keeps on delivering for you with the second period overs in this series. So how can I not like that uh, second period over one and a half? And guess what? This is an elimination game. What do we like in elimination games? Third period overs. Yes. So not so much. the I like the over five. I like that too. I'll probably have a bet on that as well. But I'm going to go period by period as well. You know, because I could see a, a situation where you get each period going over one and a half goals. First period, Montreal's got to come out strong. Got to come out fast. We saw that in game three uh, in terms of even Tampa. They got the lead, but Montreal was pushing, pushing, pushing. So was Tampa Bay. And Montreal's got a much faster lineup. Kulak's a good skater. He's in. Romanov's a great skater. He's in. Josh Evans can skate. He's in. I mean, the, the changes that are being made to this lineup, Anderson's going up to the second line. Why? To give you more offense on that line. 
Toffoli's up to the top line. Why? To give you more offense on that line. All of the changes Montreal has made with their lineup tonight is pointing to a faster lineup, a speedier lineup, and trying to get a more offensive lineup out there uh, against Tampa Bay. So as far as I'm concerned, that sounds like a coaching staff that's basically said, we're abandoning this kitty-by-the-door hockey, that we're just going to play tight, conservative, defensive, and try to win 2-1. to one. I think they say, what what the fuck have we got to lose? We're down 3 nothing. You know, backs against the wall. We might get swept. Let's just, you know, let them roll, push it, you know, get our fast lineup, fastest lineup we could possibly put on the ice out there and see what happens here tonight in this game. So uh, that's exactly why I'm looking over first period, over second period, over third period, probably going to split them up and a little over in the full game as well. I do think it's going to be a good pace tonight on both sides. You're going to get pace from Tampa. And I think now with Montreal's changes, you're going to see that as well. As far as the side goes, I'm, I'm staying off it completely. Totals were good to me in game three. I mean, the full game over cash, the second period over, which I uh, rode that for the first time in this series, got there. Uh, totals have been good. Sides have not because I've been on Montreal in all, all of these games. And uh, I know for a fact, if I jump ship and take Tampa tonight, Montreal is absolutely winning and going to game five to, uh, <laughs> in this series because that's the way it works. So I just like the over in every period and, and, and also the full game over five tonight in this one. Uh, Alex, what do you think here? Game four, uh, Tampa Bay, Montreal. You know, like I said, Montreal, they seem like they're going to be making the right changes as far as lineup go. You can talk about, uh, you know, the defense for a while now. Like I said, I think it's, it's come too late now. You know, they should have made these changes in game two, definitely by game three. Uh, these were these were glaring issues that we all were able to see. And, and you know, unfortunately, the, the, the people who needed to see it, the you know, the closest, uh, didn't make those, those adjustments. So Tampa Bay is the team, you know, I talk about the killer instinct, uh, you know, theory in the playoffs. Teams who have a chance to bury a team, they do it. Uh, and that shows the character of, of a champion. And like you said, you know, it is unfortunate that the, you know, the the players' families wouldn't be there in attendance if the Tampa Bay wins tonight. But look at last year. Hell, there was nobody around uh, when they won it against Dallas. So, you know, if they have to, you know, take the, you know, win the cup, you know, on foreign ground and then go home and celebrate again, just like they did last year, that I'm sure won't be uh, too much of an issue. But with that being said, I do think Tampa Bay wraps things up tonight. They just have too much going on right now. And we know how great Andre Vasilevsky is uh, in these closeout games. He's had four straight shutouts uh, when the Tampa Bay looks to end the series. It goes back to the cup final last year, uh, which kind of scares me a little bit with the third period over. We've seen those kind of fall by the wayside a couple of times in some eliminations, especially the three chances that we saw during the, the, the semifinal. So I'm a little worried about that, but I'm definitely riding the second period over. I've already played that. The cutoff for that would be minus $1.40. I'm seeing this climb up and open that minus $1.25 in a lot of shops. Some places even had $1.20. It's been quickly bet up, uh, and I'm seeing $1.30, but I wouldn't go anything past $40. Uh, also, like I said, if you, you know, have in-game wagering, which will be on the betcast tonight, you could probably find a better adjusted number. Uh, maybe your book doesn't even have it available pregame. So we're going to be on the second period over. It's just a matter of how you want to, you wish to attack it. Uh, I've already put it in at minus $1.30. Uh, staying away from the side, like you said, this could be one of those things where, you know, if I were to, to bet on Tampa that, you know, Montreal just comes out, out of nowhere and, and finally gets a win at home and, you know, saves face and, and try to live up to play another day. But uh, like I said, this the way this Tampa Bay team is playing right now, they, especially if they jump out to an early lead, uh, like they did in game three, it's going to be really hard for this Montreal team to try to ride the momentum. Just look at the faces of, of the, the Habs players when they were leaving the ice. 
uh, in game three. It just seemed like they just kind of were just lost. Uh, you know, and, and like I said, you know, the air has been taken out of their sails. They had that hot run, but to lose, you know, three games and like I said, not exactly playing the worst hockey in the world. They're, you know, just getting outclassed by a better team. That sometimes is a hard pill to swallow. So I think Tampa Bay wins tonight. I'll be on the second period over once again. All right, like in the second period over once again. And obviously, we're going to do a lot of stuff in game. A lot of, well, actually, I would say over 50% of my bets. I, I like the overs period by period and the full game over tonight, over, you know, first period, second period, third period, plus the full game over. But other than that, most of my bets are going to be during the uh, bet cast. Uh, well, actually, I shouldn't say that because I've also got some goal score props. I'm going to mention those right now. I'll mention a couple of them right now. I'm going to save a couple for the BetCast because I want a damn good turnout tonight. It's our final BetCast. If you're home, look, uh, m- most of you should be because you, you know, you're hung over from Independence Day, right? Fourth of July, right? You're, you're, it's a Monday night here, the day after Independence Day. You're home. You're watching the Stanley Cup final. Get in that BetCast. Either watch us or DM me, Alex, or the Ice Guys Twitter account uh, and get a spot on the BetCast tonight. This is our final one. We ain't doing another one. We're not, it, regardless of how long this series goes, because Wednesday I got radio commitments to do on when, late Wednesday night. So can't do it Wednesday. Fridays, I don't like doing them Fridays because people are out on a Friday night usually. And that would be game five and game six uh, of this series. So tonight's it. This is the last bet cast here uh, tonight. So make sure you join us. Uh, we uh, This is, this is going to be our last one for this season. And again, finality uh, is the theme of the night here. This could be the, this is the final bet cast. Uh, of our season here on the Ice Guys show. This could be the final game of the NHL season, and this also could be the final game of the NBC run as the national TV rights holder for the uh, National Hockey League south of the border as well. So finality, I guess you could say, uh, is the uh, theme of the day, potentially. Potential finality here uh, going into game four tonight uh, between the Lightning and the Habs. And uh, uh, Brendan Gallagher, I'll say it again, uh, this guy, maybe Toffoli being up there can help him a bit because he just keeps getting chances every game. He's right where he needs to be to try to score, and the puck's just not going in for him. I'm tempted to look at Gallagher. The guys that I'm definitely looking to bet, Tampa Bay will start with them. Braden Point, he is good in these situations. Elimination games, whether Tampa's got a chance to clinch or they're trying, or they're facing elimination themselves, Braden Point plays his best. I find he's even more uh, of a of a difference maker and an impact player uh, in those games and because he's playing against his you know close to home and because we also saw him score in game seven the only goal of that game against the new york islanders uh, in the eastern conference final that shorthanded goal i'm going with yanni gord to score a goal tonight for the uh, tampa bay lightning at a pretty good value price you can get him plus 400 more than that even uh, in some spots uh, to score a goal tonight yanni gord uh, for the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. Close to home. He scored in Game 7, that shorty uh, against the New York Islanders. Uh, I definitely think that's a, a value goal score prop. I do like a few for Montreal because this is an empty the tank, throw everything you can at the net type of game. Uh, and they did score three finally uh, against Vasilevsky. So at least that aura of invincibility is at least broken a bit. You know, they lost the game 6-3, but they at least scored three. Uh, against uh, Tampa Bay the other night. So Josh Anderson now on the second line. He's had a million chances, more ice time, top six, second line role tonight. I like him to score a goal. To Foley, I think it's time for him as well. To Foley, Anderson. I'll go with Caulfield and Suzuki as well. That whole line, I'll, I'll bet that whole line, that second line to score for Montreal tonight. Anderson, Caulfield, and Suzuki. Caulfield's had chances. Suzuki has been 
uh, pretty damn consistent one game to the next. So those are the four I would focus on to fully Caulfield, Suzuki, Anderson, uh, in terms of uh, scoring a goal tonight. If you want to go to the bottom six, I'd consider Perry just because, and Perry did score in game three and Perry in these kind of games, Corey Perry just seems to be maybe someone that can rise up the team facing elimination. And he's certainly been in these spots before. Uh, in his playoff career. So Corey Perry's the other one I could I'd consider. So that's what I'd be looking at here tonight in terms of a goal score props point Gord primarily for Tampa Bay. The other one I consider potentially is Coleman. Cause look, he's feeling it uh, in this series. He's had an outstanding series for the lightning. Uh, you could look in that direction as well. And for Montreal specifically to Foley, Caulfield, Suzuki, Anderson, and Perry. Uh, those are the goal score props that I'm most interested in uh, for uh, tonight's game. Uh, great stuff, Alex. We will get to uh, best bets in just a second. A reminder, one more time, BetCast, final one of the season tonight, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern time. Send me a DM. Send Alex B. Smith a DM. Send the Ice Guys Twitter account a DM if you want to reserve a spot as a guest uh, on the uh, BetCast tonight. If not, and you just want to tune in and watch the BetCast live as it goes, that's fine as well. We'll do our normal thing. Watch the game. Comment on it. Lots of fun. Uh, live bets, you know, next team to score props. I know Alex will have some of those, I'm sure, at some point tonight. He's very good with them. Live totals, live sides, uh, in-game bets as well. Uh, definitely excited for the uh, final bet cast of the Ice Guys season tonight. And, yeah, Jay Stone, thank you for reminding us in the chat here, saying fight, fight, fight. That's right. We got that fight prop still. Yep. We're going to be a fight in this series. We're still hanging by with bated breath on that one. You know, what was it, plus 300? Plus 300. And, and you know, it, it's interesting because that could be something that, you know, Montreal might look to do to, you know, try to turn the momentum early. Uh, you know, to see a fight in the first few minutes would, would be uh, amazing. We'd catch that plus 300 prop. Yeah, uh, there's no question. Uh, this is uh, – we're definitely excited uh, to see if there'll be – this could be the night. You're right. Just to stir up the emotion a little bit and, and get everybody into the game. Maybe you see it Anderson, who's dropped the gloves before a few times, do it. You know, even Weber, but not so much lately, but he doesn't mind a, a fight now. And then Perry's fought before. You got guys that can do it here for this. Uh, Edmondson, you got guys that can do it here for this uh, Montreal team. So we'll have to wait and see. And, of course, you got guys that can do it for Tampa. Maroon, Coleman's fought before. Goudreau's yeah. fought before. You got a bunch of guys that can even Gord, you know, can drop mm -hmm. the gloves as well. So there's a bunch for uh, Tampa Bay uh, as well. Uh, Chernak even has, has done it a time or two. So there's a bunch on that uh, Tampa team that could uh, fit the bill of a potential scrap uh, participant tonight uh, in game four between the uh, Habs and the uh, Lightning. All right, uh, we'll get to best bets in a second. Uh, but first, download the uh, DraftKings app, sign up for an account, use the promo code THPN. Uh, NHL, NBA Finals are uh, winding down. MLB Daily, football's right around the corner. No better time than right now to try out DraftKings. Take it for a spin. Take it for a test drive. Download the app. Sign up for an account. Uh, when you do, you'll get deposit bonuses, weekly specials, weekly incentives as well. Bet boosts uh, also uh, available at daily at DraftKings. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Sign up for an account. Use the promo code THPN. All right, it is time for best bets here. Could this be the final game of the season? It very well could be. Uh, Alex, uh, best bet. I think I already know what it might be. Yep, rinse and repeat. We're going with the second period over with uh, the Habs and the Lightning tonight. Uh, the Habs have cashed this now. It's nine of their last 11 games. So they've had uh, the second period over cash in at one and a half. Uh, since the series has been all about adjustments, uh, Tampa Bay has found a way to make those adjustments, whether they score for early or, or it's a, a tie game. They found ways to, to get on, on the board more often, not during the second period uh, in this series. I expect that to be 
uh, you know, happening once again. So we want the second period over is my best bet tonight. All right, second period over, one and a half. Best bet for Alex B. Smith, game four, Stanley Cup final tonight, Lightning and Canadians. Uh, my best bet is I'm just going to stick full game over as my best bet, uh, over five minus 130. Again, I think we're going to see I think Price, maybe tonight's a night where he stands on his head, but I'm going to have to see it. He's been beatable in almost every game. Uh, the defense around him, like I said, it's going to help that I think Kulak and Romanov are a, a duo that I think could get more ice time than Gustafson and Merrill did. That should help Montreal. But again, it's going to be a faster lineup. I think they'll push pace. There's nothing, you know, there's no, nothing to save in the tank. Let's go after it. Let's be aggressive. Uh, I don't think this sounds like a we're going to try to win you know, and keep this game two to one by the uh, type of lineup Montreal's putting out there. And like we say, Tampa Bay got their offense going, their best game by far. They hung six goals on Montreal the other night. I think we'll get over the total. And again, if the game's not over the total by the third period. You could have those late goal scoring uh, spree of goals in an elimination game that could get you there uh, when it's all said and done. So for me, it'll be Tampa Bay, Montreal over five, minus 130. Uh, that'll be my best bet for tonight. And again, I mentioned the goal scorer props uh, as well uh, to Foley, Anderson, Caulfield, Suzuki uh, for Montreal. Perry, maybe a little sprinkle as well. Gord and Point primarily for the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning as well. And yes, thanks to everyone in the chat that joins us on YouTube live throughout the season. And hit the like button. Absolutely, because that's the way YouTube works. Hit the like button when we get to, I don't know what it is, 50 or 100 likes. It goes, we go through the roof on the algorithm. We shoot up the, the ranks, shoot up the charts, whatever you want to call it. Uh, so the like button helps us hit that like button. For all we do, come on, give us a like button, uh, click. Uh, we appreciate it. We've been here for you every single day, pretty much, for the uh, entire NHL season from January right through until today. You get all of our opinions. Some are good. Some are not so good. Uh, one of the good ones was Montreal. We thought they were live to win the Stanley Cup. And even if they fall short here uh, in the Stanley Cup final, I still remember that season preview show fondly and saying, I like Montreal here, you know, to be live in this, to win the, you know, win the, they didn't win the division in the regular season, but you could say they won the division in the playoffs and, and win the conference or get to the Stanley Cup final. We said that. Uh, I also said they had a good chance to win it. They may not do that, but still a pretty damn good call with what we thought uh, for the Montreal Canadiens coming into the season. So that's how long we've been doing this show this season from our preview shows way back in early January, just about every day. Uh, we can't thank you enough. Uh, the views yeah. on YouTube have been sensational. The podcast downloads, I've lost track, Alex. I think we're closing on 20,000. Yeah, podcast downloads since February when we partnered up with the Hockey Podcast Network. It's been terrific. Yeah, absolutely. And, and like I said, you know, with partnering with the Hockey Podcast Network and now being on, on all the different platforms, Apple and Google and Spotify and so forth, uh, it's been great to outreach. I've had people, you know, uh, come up to me. I've had people here locally in, in Minnesota that have, you know, listened to the show and, and, and reached out and people, you know, seen that numbers, you know, pop up all over the world. So, uh, it's just just wonderful the the outreach uh, of everyone and so you know hopefully uh, like I said if this is the last game you know maybe maybe not we'll see what happens on the ice but uh, either way we just want to thank everybody for being so supportive of us and uh, you know making this thing run it's it's just a lot of fun yeah absolutely it is I believe we may do a brief small ice guys recap show if this is indeed the last game tonight and Tampa Bay clinches the cup tonight and we'll do that. Uh, later this week and uh, probably Wednesday is when we'll do that. Uh, but uh, if not, 
uh, and we go to game five, obviously we'll be here Wednesday, uh, 2 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, we'll be here Wednesday either way. It'll be either game five or it'll be our final, final show. And we'll just put a little rip, nice little bow and a little uh, final thought, a thumbnail, if you will, uh, on the uh, Stanley Cup final and the overall season uh, as well. Uh, but before we get to Wednesday, tonight's game, and make sure you join us for the BetCast tonight, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern. It is our final BetCast of the season. Join us for that. We'll take you through the entire Game 4 of the Stanley Cup Final tonight. Tampa Bay Lightning, Montreal Canadiens on the Ice Guys BetCast presented by the Hockey Podcast Network starting live tonight at 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern time. For Alex B. Smith, I'm Ian Cameron. Have a great Monday night. Enjoy the games. Enjoy Game 4. Good luck, and we'll see you on the BetCast right here tonight, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern time, on the Ice Guys BetCast, presented by the Hockey Podcast Network.